0: Something that I was talking to Business about yesterday, which I thought was really insightful, was they were saying how they were almost caught out by the speed of which we ended up in this situation. Yet, yes, the, the virus was sort of, was around and about and talked about, but the speed of which they felt we went into sort of working from home caught them out. And they were saying they felt like they were sort of chasing the game the whole time and they're just reacting. And I thought the sort of the insight that they were showing was they were saying they're now planning to be really ready for the opposite, so, so that they're they're not caught out by the return to BAU, by the as announcements are made in three, four, whenever whenever however many months down the line it is, that they're ready to take opportunity when it when it comes up and actually plan to be on the front foot rather than reacting. I thought that was very insightful. Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with
1: business strategist, speaker and author Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Hello, Gavin here. Episode 89 of the Business Mastermind Podcast. And the next in our series, our mini-series, Keep Your boat Afloat, this is survival guide during COVID-19 times. And today we're sat down with Richard Behrman. Richard is the managing director of the startup loan program at the British Business Bank. And as you are probably aware, the British Business Bank is center stage with the issuing of the creation of CBILs, the Coronavirus Business Interruption Loan Scheme. So we're sitting down with Richard, who I've had the great privilege of knowing for a good number of years now. And uh, Richard shares with us some more details about the programme, about CBIL, how you can actually access it, um, conversation around security uh, that required or not, as the case may be, funding partners or the partner institutions that are offering it, and much more. So uh, it's very factual, it's very relevant, and it will be a very important survival line for a number of businesses in the UK over these unprecedented times during COVID-19 straight into the interview with Richard. Richard, welcome to the Business Mastermind podcast.
0: Hello, how are you?
1: Fantastic. Yes, very good. Uh, Getting used to uh, life, um, working from home with two young children that are very frustrated about not being able to go out and see their friends and play in the park. I
0: I, I hear hear you and uh, the sound quality might not be the best that I've got children apparently studying at home although it doesn't seem to be that much studying it's more shouting and stomping but there
1: we go <laughs> so please do introduce yourself a little bit about your background richard and, and introduce
0: yourself to to the listeners of the podcast yes yeah, so, so um yeah so richard bearman so I've, I've got a managing director role at the british business bank um and, and particularly looking after the startup loans um sort of product and, and offering that we have um Sort of over 20, 20 years in sort of financial services um with uh, the bulk of the vast bulk of that time at HSBC um where I finished there um in June last year where I was uh UK head of small business uh but then moved to the British Business Bank to take up this role and uh, thoroughly enjoying it so far although as everyone is well aware interesting times at the moment
1: absolutely absolutely so um I think a really good place to start um, is to explain the, before we go into detail in terms of the products, what's the role of the British Business Bank during normal times? And then how is that yep. center sort of uh, center stage yep. right now?
0: So, so the, the, the British Business Bank is, it's, 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 it's the government's economic development bank. So it's hundred percent owned by the government. So it's effectively providing support on behalf of the government. And, and the aim of the bank is to improve financial markets for smaller businesses um, so that the, the, they work more effectively and more dynamically. Uh, in, in turn, the intent is that that will then help businesses to prosper and to build economic activity uh, and, and ultimately support you know, the UK entrepreneurs. Uh, the, the, the way that the bank does that is... Most of the activity the bank's involved with is in the supply side, so effectively providing capital or funds into the system through its partner network. So it works with a, a whole host of different organisations, mostly obviously in financial services, from high street banks through to the fintechs and the challenger banks, and effectively providing capital into those organisations to for that then to be lent to to, to entrepreneurs, to small businesses, or to help those organisations unleash more of their own funds to, to lend to the businesses. The, the piece I look after, though, is is also on the demand side. So I look after, as I say, startup loans. And there we're sort of much closer to the end user. And we provide funding for small businesses to start or early stage businesses to grow. And, and that's sort of £500 to £25,000 loans. Um, but also importantly, we also provide support. So support before the loan to help businesses really work out how they become credit ready right you know work with them on their business plans and then mentoring afterwards and, and we deliver that um, through again a, a, a network of, of partners around the country fantastic
1: and the significance really now for the role of the british business bank um it, with the support of measures for business being um you know announced by the chancellor is that you you uh, the British Business Bank are kind of centre stage now and liaising with all those range of financial services providers in okay. terms of delivering delivering the business interruptions loan scheme.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. So the um coronavirus business interruption loan scheme, or sibil as it seems to have become known as, um it's it's effectively a, a British business bank scheme that that we work with a host of organisations to deliver. Um it's it's built in some ways on the infrastructure and the, the setup of the uh, enterprise finance guarantee scheme, but it's, it's, it's got far more elements than, than that scheme has. Um, and they're yeah, very much directed to, to help businesses in this time of crisis.
1: And could you explain a little bit more about, um, the, the civil scheme then in terms of what, okay. what business owners have an opportunity to tap into?
0: Yeah. So, um, it's run through, There uh, are 40 existing scheme, um, accredited members of the scheme, the Enterprise Finance Guarantee Scheme, that will be then delivering the civil Scheme. And, and also over time, we'll be adding more accredited members to that. But, but effectively, the scheme is um, available to businesses where they can borrow up to a £5 million facility. And that's for term loans uh, overdrafts asset finance um, invoice finance and, and what the the British business Bank is doing is it's providing a, an eighty percent guarantee to the to the funder to, 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 to try and help uh, turn what may be a no into a yes so okay. effectively it's not to do away with good credit policy good judgment it's it still important clearly that, that the bank is is following um, good lending practice. But where there's one that's perhaps borderline or particularly where a business has had particular short-term um, impact because of coronavirus, that actually um, the bank has that support from us to help them provide funding to the business. There's, it's been agreed there's no there's no guarantee fee for, for this scheme. Um, the government is also picking up and covering effectively twelve months interests and any fees that are associated um, to sort of take that that element away from it uh, the finance is available for up to six years um, and, and it's, it's really as I say designed to help the, the, the banks and other institutions that, that, are, that are involved in this help them to feel confident to back their businesses where there's a, an underlying viable business but a business that's had some sort of short term a business interruption because of of coronavirus.
1: Great. Hey, Gavin here. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this mini-series within the Business Mastermind podcast entitled Keep Your Boat Afloat, Business Survival Guide in COVID-19 Times. If you're getting value from this, please do share it across your social media networks and to your business colleagues and acquaintance because I've gone out and got a number of guests lined up that will really help such as the MD of the British Business Bank, a business disaster planning specialist, people around marketing and around mindset at this crucial time, including an Olympic athlete. So there's some really fantastic and really high caliber content coming your way, designed to help and support you through these challenging times. I've also put together a PDF entitled the same, Keep Your Boat Afloat, a business survival guide during COVID-19 times. You can get that free at bit.ly, Keep Your Boat Afloat. So you go to this link, bit, or this URL, sorry, bit.ly forward slash Keep Your Boat Afloat, all lowercase, all one word, bit.ly forward slash Keep Your Boat Afloat. I cover eight areas around employees, cash strategies, the supply to your business, suppliers, your customers, pivot and adapt your marketing your mindset and your community you'll get a lot of value from that as well in support of in addition to what you'll find listening to this mini series keep your boat afloat so that url again bit.ly forward slash keep your boat afloat and most of all take care and look after those closest to you and as you said before, that this, com- this support can come in a number of different f- sort of product formats then. Yeah. So so overdraft, term loan, uh, trade finance, invoice finance. Um, uh, is that, did I get everyone? Did I remember everyone? As, as, the, uh, asset finance. Yeah. As, asset finance as well. Great. So the mix of those products and what's most so, so, uh, appropriate to your business, then um, that's for discussion with the relationship manager at your
0: bank. Absolutely. It is, you know, the, the, the route to, to this, this funding is through the bank. So although um, there's nothing stopping someone looking at other organisations, I'd definitely say start off by approaching your bank. Um, if they're not one of the accredited member, uh, uh, scheme members, then of course you can come and um, come to our, our website and we can, you can see where there's all the other scheme members and you can effectively shop around. But start with your bank um, and, and it's finding the right structure that's right for the business. You know, it's, it's, you know, for many, it might be a bit of working capital and some term funding, but it's, it's, a, it's a facility that should be talked around, I guess, in a traditional way. But hopefully, by having that support from the, from the government and through the british business bank it's 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 easier to get that, you know, the, the approval for that facility and ultimately it's hopefully uh will be will be u- useful because of that interest free and in the fee, in the fees being covered by the government
1: and so will individuals still have to provide security behind the loan as they wouldn't otherwise have done
0: so is this this is quite a different point to the if, if anybody is aware of the enterprise finance guarantee scheme which is which is the sort of what it's built around so it's, it's, it's a little bit different so effectively at the discretion of the lender the, the scheme um, they effectively below 250,000 pounds it, it, it if effectively the treasury can be done without security okay so, the facilities above two hundred fifty thousand pounds, the the lender needs to effectively establish there's a a lack of security or, or something you know that before they use the bill scheme, because I think what's important the bill is designed really for, for businesses that can't get funding through a through the regular route. So, um, you know, so but what you've got here is if if there is if there is funding can be got through a regular route, great, they can access funding in the normal way. And similarly, if there's security that's available, if they're asking for more than £250,000, the bank can, can, can go down a more traditional route and use that security. But for those that are under £250,000, as I say, um, it's been arranged that it can be done without security.
1: Fantastic. And presumably, then, every effort will be made for applications to be processed as quickly as possible.
0: Absolutely, I think it's in everyone's interest that this is as you know as quickly as possible. It's it's a scheme that's designed to cover this very immediate crisis that we're in. I think a degree of a degree of, um, a degree of uh, common sense is to uh, is to accept that the banks themselves are you know, under pressure. There's a lot going on, and, and of course a, a degree of patience, no doubt, will be required. But but, but the banks are, are, have been, you know, the banks and financial institutions have been sort of hugely supportive and and worked with. The British Business Bank to get this set up and it's in everyone's interest that facilities are put in place as quickly as possible.
1: Now one of the, so so I think the key message there is have empathy for the bank because they're having to sort of reallocate uh, working practices so people are working from home, set up their phone systems and IT systems, all that takes time as they're adapting but they're obviously wanting and doing everything that they can do in order to be able to process applications as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, One question I get from uh, my clients, uh, and I have them regularly over the last few days, Richard, is about the timing of when they apply for for such support. Um, Do they apply now and knowing that they're going to need it in X number of weeks time, or do they wait till they absolutely need it? I'd love your opinion on that.
0: I I think it's fine art because obviously the clients and the business people, they themselves are busy and they're dealing with the current situation. And so you don't want people to be wasting their time and doing things that they're not going to necessarily need. But I think, you know, the the best advice is to speak to the bank early, speak, speak to your relationship manager or your contact to the bank, make sure they're aware about what's going on so that when you are ready, they can advise you the right time to be applying. Um, I think yeah. you know the, the usual message is keep the communication open and, and keep talking to them, let them know what's going on, and you know then then hopefully they'll guide you to the to the, the right time frame to, to to apply and get the funding. Great, that's
1: brilliant advice. And in terms of you know uh, words of reassurance now, in, ter- in terms of uh, for businesses who are clearly very worried, for their employees that are very worried, I think it's two related questions. As you know uh, from your perspective. Um, what reassurance can you can, can you give to the, the light at the end of the tunnel coming out the other side and and the second related question is how would you recommend people business owners and senior management teams use this time effectively
0: so you know c- clearly no, no crystal ball on on the time frame and, and and where we go through this but but we will return to a Period of BAU or or a, a new version of BAU as as we get through this 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 cycle and, and 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 I think ultimately while it's clearly difficult difficult for for everyone in business and it's difficult for people and you know remember there's sort of you know personal tragedies that are going on so I think that's that's it's a difficult period but through any time of change any time of distress and disturbance there is there is, um, there will be innovation, there will be creativity, and people come up with new ideas, new approaches, uh, and actually being forced to think about their business and their operations in different ways. And, and, and that sometimes is, the, is the, will be the end value from a business perspective. I think how, how to, to use this time, and we're all, we're all considering that, and a few things that even with my own team we've been sort of talking about is, is there's the obvious steps where, I've got team members that are effectively restacking their year's work um, yes. and, and looking out sort of you know beyond the six months and the nine months sort of twelve months down the line and thinking okay what are the activities we've got that can be done from home can be done remote can be done without personal interaction and, and restacking the work uh, I, it's an obvious point but one I think is, is making a difference I think you know, clearly we're all thinking about how we use digital differently yes and I think one of the things that I think we're, we're certainly doing, is thinking about, well, actually, when we come out the other side of this, how do we work differently? What What is there that we're learning now that we can plan to put into place to make us more efficient when we're back into a BAU environment? And I think something that I was talking to, to a business about um, a, a yesterday, which I thought was really insightful, was they were saying how they were almost caught out by the speed of which we ended up in this situation. Yet, yes, the, the virus was sort of was around and about and talked about but the speed of which they felt we went into sort of working from home caught them out um, and and they were saying they felt like they were sort of chasing the game the whole time and they're just reacting and I thought the sort of the insight that they were showing was they were saying they're now planning to be really ready for the opposite so, so that they're, they're not caught out by the return to BAU by the as announcements are made in Three, four, whenever, whenever, however many months down the line it is that they're ready to take opportunity when it when it comes up and actually plan to be on the front foot rather than reacting. I thought that was very insightful, and um, I'm definitely trying to think with my team how I can sort of possibly yeah. do some of that myself.
1: That's great advice because people have normalised to a new way of working, new uh, day-to-day routines and working routines, and all of a sudden to readjust, it's almost like uh, coming. Uh, uh, Coming back to work after an extended holiday or an extended um, sabbatical or something, you know, you've just got to get back into a different mode of doing things, haven't you?
0: Well, I think it's you know it's a stressful time for everybody. It's it's stressful in different ways for different people depending on your circumstances. And and as you say, we we'll, we will get into different routines, and being ready to adapt will be important. I think the other the other thing around this, and and it's 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 difficult to do, and it's a challenge, but I think it is that staying connected and keep yes. talking and talking in different ways. And again, we are, we're, we we're struggling with it ourselves. You know, there's, there's lots of people that are spread all over the country, working from home and it's how we keep connected to our business, our partners. You know, we've got, we're, we are a partnership organization and it's how we stay connected to them. And I think consciously talking about some of the, it's the, the personal stuff as well as the, the business, because that's, in my experience thus far that's what people are are missing and so it's the little things as well as the big things that make it seem to be making a big difference at the moment but um making that conscious effort to keep in touch with partners and and relationships is is critical um and and i think that without sounding too too schmortzy i think at the moment that the small kindnesses will count for a lot when we're through the other side of, of of this this crisis
1: I think so. And I think one of the things that we'll see is a greater level of collaboration and sense of community coming out of this and, and hopefully the better signs of humanity uh, coming together to help other businesses and and even competitors through, through challenging times. Uh, Richard, thank you so much um, for your time today. Um, for people who want to have a look at your website and specifically details about Siebel's and details about the partner organisation, um, where yep. can they go? What's the URL?
0: So it's a www.britishbusinessbank.co.uk um, C-bills, cbils, c-b-i-l-s, uh, forward slash cbils, as I could have said. Um, so there's a host of information in there, um, and and it explains the scheme probably far better than I, I have just done and all the various elements of it, but it does also then have, you can find the, the partner organisations, so there's around 40 on there already, and as I say, more will be added as we credit more organisations. Um, also, I think it's yeah, worth saying UK Finance have got a lot of information and further support as well, um, so sort of call them out. Um, They've got a special page around support that's that's relevant for COVID as well. So have a look at that,
1: Richard. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you to Richard Behrman for taking the time out to join us on the Business Mastermind podcast. That was just fantastic. I just want to bring out three sort of key points that really stood out for me. The first is apply early to your bank. Have that conversation early. Um, because you know, banks are gonna be busy, they're gonna need time and patience to even get to speak to somebody. So if you've got a relationship manager in your bank, your business bank, then you should be getting on the phone and on the email to them and booking a call with them as soon as possible. The second is I agree with Richard, there are going to be more and more sort of acts of kindness, more community working where people are working together, collaboration with other businesses, collaboration with even competitors or people that were formerly your competitors. I think that every business I speak to on a daily basis, I'm hearing stories and seeing examples of great generosity, real collaboration, beautiful examples of humanity being demonstrated. So if nothing else from this hot ordeal our ability to really connect, to support each other, to rise to a challenge, to work again as the team, to contribute to each other and to our community, I think will really come to the fore. And then finally, he makes such a valid point there at the end of the podcast about, yes, all the focus could be in the short term on what you're doing with your contingency and disaster planning, but also make sure that you're putting stuff in place to plan for sort of re-entry into the world of normal business as usual may never return quite as it was before, but there will at some stage be a return to to business activity. So so you need to be giving some time and some thought to re-entering into the world of business as usual. You've been listening to the Business Mastermind Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms. Enjoy more success and create more impact.